recording and let's just get right into it. Welcome to Horsin' Around, a dumbass cast. I am your host as always, Nick Rigdante, and with me today I have three, possibly four, uh, one might be coming late, lovely guests, if you'd like to introduce yourselves. Hey dudes, I'm Brandon. Um. Uh, I'm Yash. <laughs> wow, you guys actually didn't do any bits this time. Maybe it's because and I I'm threw, not. I'm I threw not Brandon. <laughs> oh shit, you're right. Okay, we got close to no bits this time around. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we... I almost said Yandin, but I want to like I thought better of it. <laughs> you you should have. You should have. No, what do you mean I, you thought I better of it? You thought worse. Your restraint. I didn't want to be associated with you, Brad. <laughs> if you're well, you are. You're on the same show as me. Very yeah, but I'm, I don't want to be tied into your shenanigans. <laughs> oh, God. Very few Fine. people have the level of restraint, that, the minimal level of restraint that you've shown today, Yash, so I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, so anyways, I've matured a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we're pre-taping this episode because I will be occupied tomorrow. Uh, going to Six Flags with some people, but I didn't want to go three weeks without an episode. Uh, so here we are. Uh, got got the homeboys up in here, uh, and we're just gonna we're gonna vibe for for an hour or so. Uh, before we started, Yash was talking about the creative writing class he's currently taking and the story he's gonna write for it. Uh, if you want to explain the setup for it for our, for the audience. Okay, it's, it might not be that interesting, but basically the idea... <laughs> I need to temper expectations. Don't, I don't no, want to build up any higher. Guys, 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 listen to my TV show idea, but it might not be that good, okay? It might HBO? be terrible, but just li- hear me out, guys, okay? <laughs> I'm not going to talk about the Hitler part of the story, so you I'm just going to... You didn't need to say that while we were recording. <laughs> see, but see, that'll tease them now. They'll always wonder what the rest of the story was going to be. Yeah, now they're gonna think Anyways. That you're a Nazi sympathizer. <laughs> yes, me, the Indian Nazi sympathizer. Um, yeah, man. Stranger Things, <laughs> the Str- show. Str- <laughs> Just the show, unrelated. It's word associating. Mm-hmm. All right, so the premise, or like our assignment, is to write a story that has no conflict. Like nothing can go wrong. Everyone has to be happy. And that is pretty broken because all stories need conflict. Even something with like a slice of life story, there's like minor conflict in that, right? Sure, yeah. There's like a small problem that they solve by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So here, I, I've been trying to come up with like what I could write that's not just like mush. And I thought that maybe what I could do is have the conflict exist outside of the story. And in this case, I was thinking about doing the space shuttle Challenger explosion. Mm-hmm. So I was going to write like a like a journal by one of the astronauts, Ellison Onizuka, who this is just not important. But I've been watching Star Trek, and one of the space shuttles in Star Trek is named after him. Uh, anyways, so the idea would be write, writing about this, and you get kind of like this hopeful look at the future. But then you know at the end what's going to happen right after. Yeah, the user, sorry, the user, the reader is imparting the conflict user. Upon, upon the story <laughs> rather than yeah, exactly. the conflict existing in, in itself. And yeah, that that seems like a cheeky uh, cheeky way to go about it. I was thinking as Thank you were you. explaining the premise of the the problem that you could maybe another way to sort of get around it is like... Um, you could almost do like an SCP type analysis, like do some like a research paper, right? Like in the real world doesn't necessarily have any actual conflict because it's not written for the purpose of telling a narrative necessarily. It's just like supposed to be uh, transferring uh, information from whoever wrote that's it. Interesting. To it. Um, I think I might get in trouble because like it doesn't. No, that's a good idea. Like I don't know, like it because it's technically like a story, even if it's like just reformatted. Yeah. But I. Like, SCPs, the way they tell the story is usually through, like, the addenda, or addenda, I guess is the plural. Um, And in those, usually there's, like, a conflict, right? Because it's about how this thing... I think, I guess the reason it might not work is because in SCPs, usually something is getting eaten or (laughs) torn apart or something. And, like, the thing that's being contained usually isn't happy about being contained. Yeah. Like, everybody has to be happy. That's what it said. Yeah. 
which is makes it so difficult and annoying. It's, it's, it's an SCP that's goal is to be contained. And so there the concept SCP is that they're, like they're that. trying to contain it. <laughs> SCP my... that refuses to leave its cell ever. The There's SCP. one that's like really cool. It's uh... and then they're just like they're just like man, man. What what's it gonna do? What's it gonna do? And it's just content there, sitting there, but they don't know, <laughs> so they think it's gonna do something. <laughs> that'd be yeah, that'd be pretty great, just to be like the scientists are overreacting to literally nothing. Like they're mind gaming themselves into thinking something's gonna happen when the dude's just like a just a normal, as normal as an SCP can be, but you're just they're just freaking out about it. I need to read more SCPs. I didn't. I don't think this was an SCP story, but there was a, uh, oh, what was it? It it was just like a, a creative writing piece that somebody wrote in a research, um, sort of like a post mortem analysis style about mm -hmm. a fictional uh, national monument in the Midwestern U.S. that was a giant flesh pit that people like. There was like they constructed like an elevator shaft and like a viewing observatory inside of this weird fleshy like it, it's part of some kind of superorganism but they couldn't uh they didn't have like the geological technology to study it its whole mass it just has this just one built opening. an elevator into it yeah because it's just it's just a big hole in the ground but it just happens to be this orifice for this creature it's not but like it's its anus that, well no, no it's the earth's mouth it's no, they, earth's mouth yeah i think i think it's can close. <laughs> i'm gonna see if i can look it up real quick um, that's interesting that sounds like it would be an scp yeah it Th definitely read Slenderman, like it. then this is something else Flesh pit. Flesh pit. uh creative there are some really cool like scps kind of like what you were saying but i guess i don't i don't remember reading one that was exactly the same mm -hmm. um so what you're one saying of the is ones... up with one I mean, you could if you write it, then yeah, you can add it in, and it would be fine. Yeah. Uh, okay, it's, it's called the Mystery Flesh Pit National Park. Is the title of the park in this in this fictional setting? And that sounds like something from Gravity Falls. Really, you know, the name tells you exactly what you're gonna get. Yeah, it's right it, on it the really table. does. Uh, I will drop a picture <laughs> of it into uh, the horse and around chat, but it is some of these diagrams that they made are very. Uh, detailed. Like somebody put a lot of effort and/or commissioned somebody to uh, draw this thing and and make it like a fake piece of personal art for the. Uh, let me drop it in this channel. I always love that stuff. Yeah, no, it's super cool, like world building stuff. Um, it is in, in the chat now. Yeah, Ooh. I don't know how I stumbled into that, but that's like a really cool story. Creative writing is like a cool, super cool fucking thing. I wish I did more of it. I wish I pushed myself to do more of it because I, I definitely loved it back in middle school. You guys, you guys remember the fucking? <laughs> oh, I remember. Yeah. Uh, the iconic remember. story. The iconic zombie survival story. I have you I... told the tale on the podcast, Nick? This is the time to do it. This is we're, we're all here. Yeah, I don't know if I have. So I guess if I have, I'm sorry that I'm repeating it. But otherwise, uh, a long time this ago, the in the far off year of uh, what would it what it would it have been? Sixth grade, whatever. Two thousand no, BC. Seventh grade. No, twenty twelve was freshman year of high school, and half, oh yeah, you're second right. Half of eighth grade. So it would have been twenty eleven or twenty ten. Um. <laughs> But basically, like no, it would have been 2010 because it was a Halloween writing assignment. So, <laughs> wait a minute, it was? Yeah, yeah, it was like uh, uh, the whole, the whole, the, the prompt for the whole thing was just, hey, uh, write a story that starts with, it was a dark and stormy night, and that's how I started the. It's so lame. Yeah, what? Was, it was. It was... Because it's a seventh grade writing assignment, Yash. I don't. You're asking a lot of of most of the. But hopefully, they're like, graders. don't start that. <laughs> That's like the most cliche yeah, beginning. Well, well, the the idea is to it's go okay. beyond the cliches and make something interesting out of it. So, uh, right. So Nick did just that. I did. Uh, I mean, he requirement let it deeper into cliches. <laughs> <laughs> the requirement was like three pages, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I I went probably way past that, and then I had to cut off. Probably there there was like there was a point in the full expanded story where I clearly. And like cut it off just so that I could submit that for the writing assignment, and then I kept writing more afterwards. Um, 
So it was just a, it was basically a zombie uh, self-insert fanfic that was super melodramatic for the entire story. Um, Because at that phase of my development, my understanding was, oh, uh, to be a good writer, you have to be dramatic. And to be dramatic, you have to kill all your friends. So... (laughs) I, this is exactly what I you mean. Did. You've got, you've got more balls than a lot of writers that refuse to kill their characters off. Yeah, yeah looking at you, J.K. So, props to you. <laughs> what? But also, this story was wildly optimistic about your abilities and everyone else's oh, abilities. Yeah, like I said, the first the first uh, thing I attached to that to that story nomenclature is that it was a very much a self insert. Uh, and Mary Sue is probably the other keyword I should have. Wait, it, it was that. a self insert. It was literally you. It was. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the, the self insert in the most literal sense. Um, and yeah, I was like the only one that survived at the end, even though it was fucking insane and there's no way I would have survived actually. I love um, the ending too. It's like you realize where you are. Like you didn't notice. I don't want to spoil it, but you didn't notice the thing as it happened. You're just like, oh, and I looked around and I realized that this is where we were now. <laughs> I, was I so, grabbed the shotgun. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the narrative uh, setup is that I am explaining everything uh, to another person uh, after the fact. So then uh, in, in as I was writing it, I was like, oh, you know, I'm just so immersed in telling this story that I just don't realize what's happened around us. Um, and that works up to a point, and that point is probably far before a car crashing into a tree. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I'm also probably not going to share this story with the world. Spoiler I don't think it's ready for, for it. ten-year story. Yeah, ten-year-old <laughs> story. Uh, but I'm sorry. It was worth the wait, Brad. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You're, not, you're, not gonna, you're not gonna tell the story now that we've broached the subject? I, uh, do you guys, I, I guess I could tell it. Basically, I want to hear Sam tell the story. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he okay, always tells just, it. Sure, yeah. Give the abridged version. Yeah, go for the abridged version. <laughs> yeah, what was it? Um, it was, uh... That's not was a the middle school start. dance. <laughs> it was the dark and stormy dance. night, right? Yeah. Yep. At the middle school dance. Wait, can I cut in real quick? Oh yeah. Five, so six. your story in your story <laughs> during the dance you went off to the science lab alone? Uh no, no, no. It was all, it was all, it was no, no, room. it was my fault. I was like, guys, I learned this nerd sad. experiment. <laughs> and you all just left the dance? Come on, yeah, we weren't yeah, much nerds. We weren't, enjo- we was... weren't enjoying the dance. But this is your self-insert, Nick. <laughs> no, it was it was it was it was my fault. I remember Nick, I was like, in the story, it was like, I was like, guys, I learned this nifty science experiment. You guys want to come to the science labs during the middle school dance and check yeah. it out with me? Yeah. So really, this is an indictment of Brad. Yes. <laughs> All right, sorry, continue. I get my comeuppance later, too. Oh, Jay Stenstrom's. Oh, okay. I'll move him in. Uh, oh, Nick, now you got you to gotta tell him a story. Now we have an audience to well, listen yeah, to. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we have a new audience. So let me, let me move him in here. Um... But I, I do want to hear Sam Sam's abridged. Yeah, I want to hear Sam's abridged version of it. Hello, Jacob. Welcome. Um, we were we were just talking about creative writing endeavors, and uh, we were about to delve into the You're zombie creative writing endeavor. Yeah. <laughs> well, funny you mentioned. Oh, you that. know about this? Uh, well, okay, th- Brad. You remember when I asked, or or I don't know, we had a conversation about the story a while back, and you went through the Google Doc and and highlighted all of the spelling mistakes and, and gramma- grammatical errors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. I'm a so, proofreader by trade. Yeah, so I went through that, and I fixed all of the errors that you highlighted, um, and then I sent it to CSH to put in their weekly newsletter. Uh, and I think, wow. I think at least Did half... That- uh, I think at least half of the story got published in in their Segfault news, weekly newsletter, which is just something they Incredible. they print out every week and put up in the bathrooms. Dude, you're a published author! Oh my god! Yeah, guys, nice. I'm a pretty pretty big deal yeah. around here. What was the name of the story again? Oh god! Oh, you know what it was? This is even better. It was called Crisis Zombie Apocalypse. Crisis was a like a pre uh like a naming convention that I was then going to apply to other storylines. Like there was gonna be a <laughs> yeah. crisis series that uh, uh I think I, 
I, I think I started... Again, this story was very optimistic. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I, you, can, you can still be an author, Nick. It's not too late. I think I started to write a second one and didn't get far. I think it had something to do with bank robbers, but I, I don't know <laughs> any more than that. Did it also star all of your friends from middle school? I don't think it did. No, I think that one uh, was, was... Well, that's why you didn't get much farther. It was set in the same video, universe, yeah. so they couldn't have starred them because they were dead. Right, exactly. You gotta have that continuity going. So um, it's like bank robbers after the zombie apocalypse has already happened. I, so like that or, movie or, or, Netflix that yeah. just came out. I think it. I, no, I think it was like oh, an anthology yeah. series. So they they might not even even been in the. Oh, right, you mean like a like a dark anthology? What that? Sh- what's that shit fucking called? No, uh, you had it. It's dark anthology. The or dark pictures. No. You mean black yeah, mirror? The the, no, the no, dark no. pictures colon title of whatever you were going to write. Oh, okay. Yeah, the dark pictures. Yeah, the, no, it's the um the people who made Until Dawn. They're they're s- series of oh. ongoing like miniature games that they keep putting out and keep being oh. pretty mediocre. Um, <laughs> to suffice yeah, we, to say, Nick, we've had enough time to ruminate, and they're not mediocre. They're <laughs> they're just bad. <laughs> Listen, I mean, they're bad to an extent that it's kind of funny. Like when someone is like, "Dude, do you want to play Man of Mundan?" and I'm like, "That shit's hilarious. Let's go." <laughs> There's fun to be had in them. Anyways, uh, sorry, we 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 cut you off, Sam. You were gonna give us the abridged uh, version of of the zombie a apocalypse, crisis right? zombie apocalypse. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you might have to cut in because I don't know if I remember it entirely. But, go for it. Just, you know, just as it, do as it started, remember. right? Yeah. Yeah. Dark and stormy night. Mm-hmm. We're at the middle school dance. Brad suggests to go to the to the lab to check out a pool science experiment that he learned, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. We, you we know bring all the boys. Yeah, I learned how to make water. Like, that's it raw. what are you doing brad <laughs> mm. so so we go there right yeah it's dark there aren't any lights on probably because of the dance yeah and uh we we find like uh science teacher there yeah he's like doing some weird experiment already beat us to the chase yeah and um it, like something goes wrong she gets uh like engulfed in the experiment yeah, and we don't know it at the time, but she becomes the zombie, right? Mm-hmm. And she hits one of our friends. Uh, I think it was Steven. Yes, I think that. And then that he turns Steve. into a zombie, mm-hmm. and then from okay. there, it's all us just like running away as the crisis unfolds, and like each of us dies in a new and dramatic way. <laughs> um, I think there's some betrayal in there. I, I specifically <laughs> remember you. With uh, an anti-zombie serum, choosing not to uh, to hit me with it, and instead prematurely hitting yourself with it. Yeah, <laughs> what a hero! Sleeping in the van with the shotgun. I think, yeah, I think that's how. That was the you were the last one besides yeah. me. We both. You we guys. Both, we both went back in with a zombie serum that the government, yeah. who had already arrived on the scene, because they somehow <laughs> knew somebody put a call out. Uh, and and somehow the government got a hold of that call, and so they were they responded immediately, and they had one dose of a zombie serum cure for this thing that literally just came to life like a couple hours ago, um, and so well that's not a plot hole, Nick. They didn't have a lot of time. They only had <laughs> ten minutes to make it. Oh, you're right. <laughs> They didn't have uh, time to make two doses. It was probably <laughs> like an hour, you know. And but then uh, full time. And then they, <laughs> instead of sending in, you know, adults, they decided to send in the two middle schoolers because at the same time as they developed the zombie serum, they still recognized that we were the only two with with hands on experience with these zombies. Uh, so that's exactly. that was the final deciding factor that made them send two And they were fucking scores. blow darts. They yeah. gave you blow darts. <laughs> no, 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 they weren't blow darts. They wouldn't, I couldn't blow dart it into myself. Well, I guess I no, blow you, dart into my arm. No, you didn't take the dart and just, you took the dart and injected yourself with it. But uh, weren't they fucking blow darts? It was like a dart gun or something. You know what? The stupid was like dumb a... enough that it might have been blow darts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, for some reason, uh, I... I don't, yeah, somehow it, I got it so that Sam died, and, and then I had to save my. I had to save myself. Uh, I mean, I think had it to makes do sense it. again. If they were blow darts, Nick, you're, we're, you're not known for your breathing abilities. Okay. I don't think you would have been able to reset. Get fucking destroyed. <laughs> you don't even know, oh my god. Uh, they can't breathe. This... Nick, you gotta, you gotta put the oxygen in and let the CO2 out. That's how you do it. 
<laughs> He's not my, very good at one of those things. My, my CSH friends don't even know that, that story. They don't? <laughs> Why would I tell them that, Yash? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> okay, I want to tell this story then. Look, okay. Nick, 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 Nick has enough CSH experience where he knows if he lets anything slip, that's it. That's his life... Uh, I'm very yeah. It's already his life. It's, it's but been like, my life from high school through college. It is all just, it's history repeating itself. So I, I just tried to contain it's, it's as much as I could. Him, right? Because he, he gets hit with it one time by high school and then he goes to college and the same thing happens. It was kind of crazy. <laughs> with horses. Uh, Did you yeah, pass that again? No, 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 no. The, the passing out thing didn't get passed on. The horses thing did because what? I, oh, I had some... I at some point let people know that I had horses, and I think it just devolved from there, generally. See, the um, reason that it devolved is because like, you don't do anything with your horses. <laughs> you, don't, you don't ride the horses, you don't, you don't well, show the horses, you don't, you don't do anything. They're just there, which is very suspicious. <laughs> Pretty sus. I mean, it's, it's cruelly a tax right off. I've got uh, two dependents. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the horse. Oh my god. Do you, do you want to, you, you are welcome to tell the, the the failure to breathe story if you would like to, Yash. Alright. Feel free to cut in, because I wasn't there when it happened, but I did see you that day also. <laughs> this was before you I knew you, your but... unique perspective on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Nick became really famous in sixth grade. We were doing health class. Infamous, infamous actually. I think yeah, it's the correct term. Can't, yeah, you can't it for see. a long time. And I only heard it like secondhand because I didn't know Nick yet. But the word that got around was that Nick passed out because they said the word vagina in health class. <laughs> and you this can't problem, do this, dude. I already bad enough. And I saw him that day. Like I didn't put this together until later because I didn't know him. But I saw him stay in the nurse's office. Yep. <laughs> I think you were sitting in a wheelchair. Yes. Yes. Nick, you learned to walk? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty inspirational, the second part of this, honestly. <laughs> well, we used to make fun of him a lot, because we were in, in high school in sophomore year. We were all in the same gym class, me, Brad, Nick, and Sam. And that was he epic. said a lot that of dumb part. things. <laughs> but we always came back to him passing out because he said vagina. And then one day we were walking, you know, to the gym. And Nick said, no, it's not that because they said vagina... It's because, like, you know, like, you guys ever just forget how to breathe? And I lost my goddamn mind. I fell on the ground for real. <laughs> he and forgot I was how to breathe in that moment. So we're, we're walking to gym class, and Yash is rolling around on the ground in the hallway. We're, wa we're walking, like, single file to the gym. And Yash is on the ground rolling around, <laughs> laughing so he, hard. He literally collapsed. It, it was... It, it was, was literally, like, that was five years in the making. <laughs> <laughs> build up to then find out the plot twist that no nick's not afraid of the word vagina he just can't breathe he doesn't remember like oh man but that's not the last twist yash don't forget the final twist of this this tumultuous tale so i think it was this year nick finally comes out and tells us that the whole time he did know how to breathe it was because they said vagina I, I'm well. It was because I've literally, like, over the years, trying to process why that did happen. Because there was probably something like subconsciously blocking that from from me accepting that that was probably what it was. But I basically what I realized is that later on, um, we were doing uh for one of our um gym classes where they had a sitting like I think it was part of driver's ed or something and they were telling us about how like you should become an what, vaginas or whatever yeah in driver's ed they were telling us about vaginas very important vagina that is my experience as well <laughs> but they they talked about this person like dying and stuff and for whatever reason I got lightheaded then in like the same way as well where I just needed to put my head down and like just focus on breathing um and so I, I think it's just a matter of whatever they were talking about. I don't know if it was vagina specifically. I just know that at some point in sex ed, I had that same experience of becoming light, really lightheaded and like having to put all of my focus on just breathing in and out. Um, and I, that time I fucked up because I was like, hey, teach, I don't feel so good. And then I tried to walk out of the classroom, got out of the classroom, into the hallway, and then I... 
literally he, blacked out for a second. He 404'd. I, yeah, I 404'd and I <laughs> slammed into a locker, which was very fucking loud. So everybody in the classroom heard it. Look, I'm not, I'm not trying to say anything, but I do find some comedic <laughs> aspect behind it of someone saying, Oh, teach, I don't feel so good. I think I'm going to go outside and then just a fucking... <laughs> Fun. It had to be exactly like that. Like, there was no other way that could have gone down. And I wasn't even conscious for it, but I know that had to be what happened. And, like, I could only imagine what the classroom was like when they heard that. I mean, but, but the, the thing about your lie, though, it's not even a lie. Both aspects of your story were true. Right. They said vagina, and then your brain just went, I can't process this and the breathing thing at the same time. I I gotta choose one. Give up one. Yeah. Give up the least important one. It's so weird. And, like, I don't know... I still don't know exactly what's happening because sometimes when I'm just trying to go to sleep at night. Do you mean about that situation or just in general? Just in you general, don't know what's happening in like general. Like having to really focus on breathing at, at random times. Oh, I wasn't talking about breathing, Nick. I was talking about just <laughs> being alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the breathing thing. Sometimes when I'm laying in bed, I just like realize that I'm not breathing and then I have to focus on taking it a, like a sharp inhale and I don't nothing's Wait, happening. So that's also true? If, if only there was some sort of profession that specialized <laughs> in figure out if something's wrong with your body and your inability for okay, your brain well, to continue fucking breathing when you wait, stop I, I, I kind of I kind of get what Nick's saying cuz sometimes if I'm laying in bed at night trying to go to sleep like in that period where you're trying to go to sleep Sometimes I'll try to like lucid dream, which involves staying awake mm. and like kind of easing into sleep. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed that sometimes when I'm doing that, I just start manual breathing. And that's like the worst feeling you're going breathing to sleep sucks because you're so bad. Yeah. yeah. You're just <laughs> like, manual breathing and you're about to fall asleep. And you're like, what if I just, you know, I fall asleep and I just don't and I breathe? Stop like, what, manually what then? breathing and I don't start automatically breathing. Yeah. But that's, but, but, but that's what I'm trying to say is like, your your body's ability to catch yourself needing to manually breathe is like a a, a good defense mechanism. Your yeah. body went, yo, dude, you stop doing this automatically. You you got to fucking pay attention to this. Nick's Nick's brain is incapable of making that connection. No, for some I reason. I breathe. <laughs> I realize I'm not breathing, and I breathe in. It's just like it happens at the most random Ex time. Except except uh, except when you were told what a vagina was, and then your brain was like, uh. <laughs> I, I, I think, uh, I think that was go through ear. I don't know. <laughs> I Do you think... ever get worried it's gonna happen again? Like someone's gonna be like Nick vagina, and then you're like, <laughs> <laughs> throw it out like pocket sand at me, stop me in a fight. Yeah. No, I, I, mean, I it's think just the word vagina, right? Like yeah, you got it. You said that you've that. you've had hookups before, but you didn't pass out then, right? Yes, I've had sex with. Yeah, but do we have any evidence of that? Oh God, okay. have we ever seen Nick? <laughs> all right, have I we gotta, ever seen Nick not pass out? That's I, all I'm saying. I gotta post a sex tape to prove that I I don't fade every time. But don't, do, Nick, you fucking dug the hole even deeper. <laughs> don't fucking say that to me ever again, you sick bastard. <laughs> is this is this an admission that there is one or like no, what? No, there is no sex tape. It was a joke. Jesus fucking Christ. No, he's he's talking about his DVD copy of the movie Sex Tape. He, he needs to show you that. I'll watch The Room with you, Nick. <laughs> That's my favorite sex tape, The Room. I love the navel fucking. It's the best part. Um, no, oh, like... Hi, Mark. Oh, God, what was I even saying before? No, I, I think the reason I fainted uh, when I was in sixth grade is because that literally never happened to me before. So I wasn't thinking... What, someone's saying the word vagina to you? No, oh my God. The fact that... Uh, just that the, the lack of breathing. And then I tried to... I thought I could just like walk to the nurse's office. And obviously I was recovering from uh, lack of oxygen. <laughs> And then I got up too fast, which is when you don't have much oxygen, not a great thing to do. Uh, so I think that led to that. The The time that it happened in high school and the times like, yeah, the time it happened in high school, I was like sitting at a desk and I just kind of put my head down for a minute. And then I just focused. And then, <laughs> then you fine. just die. <laughs> yeah, then I just died straight up. You laid down for half a second and your body was like, well, this is a good enough time to fucking <laughs> get out of here. See yeah. ya. I, fi I figure if I just remain like I just, you know lay down or, or whatever and then i just focus on breathing all the i don't know i feel like if i had that on like a basis where my body was like yeah sometimes my body just doesn't want to breathe i'd like ask someone about that like i'd be like 
hey doc i know i'm here for my checkup to see how much i weigh and shit but like sometimes but you, my body doesn't how, want oxygen how anymore. do you explain that to any doctor i just, you just do it Nick, how do you explain to a doctor? doctor you just fucking told it to us yeah just give him the vagina story that's all you need <laughs> doc man this time in middle school i'm telling you man i, I don't even know what happened but i need you to help me doc <laughs> hey wait i think i get it nick maybe you're allergic to vaginas like your throat no 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 no, no no just the idea of it <laughs> the, the concept Oh, oh my god, Nick, you've, you've read SCPs. This is a memetic agent. No, it's a cognito hazard. <laughs> once you, once you oh, learn it's what it was. It's a cognito hazard already. Right. <laughs> yeah. So a cognito hazard is something that becomes dangerous once you know it. Uh-huh. So like if you learn about it, then you're fucked. Nick, he learned oh. the term vagina, and once he learned about vaginas, he was just screwed for the rest of his life. Like, if you never learned that word, you would have been fine. If you just called it, like, whole. Oh. So it's, it's like, it's like, it's almost like a forbidden knowledge word is what you're saying. Like, Nick, just call the Arizona flesh pit from now on. <laughs> no, I don't think I will. I don't think. Uh, that sounds horrible. Can you imagine going up and being like. I'm not even gonna say it. Forget that. No, there's dude. Incels have <laughs> come up with some. Let me see that pit. <laughs> incels have come up with some really rancid naming schemas for for women's privates. It's bad. And yet Nick I'm knows all to... of them. That's so. I'm happy to say I don't know any of them. Trying to find a cure, dude. <laughs> not gonna. <laughs> not gonna repeat any of them. You can look them up on your own time if you're curious, but they're bad. No, no, no way. Other way about it. Um, anyways, let's move away from the embarrassing stories about me for now. I think we've covered that portion of the podcast. What's the fucking point of this podcast, (laughs) Fuck you, Jacob. Fuck me. Nick, we do this this every fucking week. I've been here for almost a year at this. Actually, I I think it is about a year that I've been doing this almost weekly. Uh, and it's every it's every fucking week. Every fucking week we sit down. Nick's got a new panel of people, including me. Uh, and and then uh, Nick says something, and then we go, "Haha, Nick, you're so silly." And then we all divert to a tangent about something Nick did. And then you go, all right, "Guys, we gotta stop talking about me." And then he's like, "Nah, dude." It happens every week. It's it's basically a sitcom joke at this point, where we're just running with it every goddamn episode. He's a fascinating person. There's a lot to tell. There yeah. is. There Have you guys is. ever seen Everybody Loves Raymond? Because I always think of Nick when I watch that show. <laughs> I've never seen that show. It's Is pretty it good. <laughs> Am I? Should I be? Uh, is that a comment? Offended? Yeah. Is that offensive? No, probably or... not. Okay. It's, well, it's, it, it depends on which character you are. I feel like. I can say that you are like Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You know, like I didn't call you a cannibal. Okay. Or like a sex. Well, but, yeah, I don't think anybody wants to be known as any character from Always Sunny if they know anything about Always Sunny. <laughs> like, you you don't want to be They're all the worst. That yeah, that is kind of their whole thing. All right, but then which character am I from? Uh, <laughs> You're Raymond. Okay. I, I the only difference is you don't have a brother. I have to assume the horses are the ones that aren't getting enough attention from your parents. <laughs> the only difference between Nick and Raymond from Everyone Loves Raymond is the brother asked <laughs> everything else brother is exactly bear. the same man brother bear brother bear kind of underrated i kind of appreciate brother yeah, bear. yeah movie man i saw it for first right, you were there for brother bear trivia right what? yes yes i was our friend andy so like we make we do trivia and it's like jeopardy style and one person will make the boards okay. each time and our friend andy he had um he had like disney to brother bear and he had post brother bear world Post Brother Bear Society. Post Brother Bear Society. It was just the category was like anything that has happened after the movie Brother Bear came out. (laughs) Brother Bear, yeah, Brother Bear was two thousand three. What was what was like the hardest question from that category? Like, what was the hardest? We can we can pull it up. We can pull. Yeah, we actually can't. Here, I'll do it, Brett. Okay, I got this. Um, Uh, where was was this? Brother Bear, Wait, he... I vaguely remember that movie. Um, I just remember that the bear was like kind of annoying, like kind of really annoying. That's that's what oh, everyone yeah. talks about. But 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 also like I don't know. Look, yeah, it's you, you're sitting down, you're watching Disney movies. Yeah. You understand Brother Bear got problems, but also like I don't know. I sit down and watch Pocahontas, and I look at the. I'm like, this is fucking unforgivable. And I understand I got bias. 
<laughs> I'm a man from Virginia. They talking about the Virginia Charter, and I'm like, this ain't how it went down at all, motherfuckers. What the hell? You were there, right? It was way worse. Yeah, actually. I was there. I played. I played the shovel they dug for gold with. Uh, oh, you can see me in one of those scenes. Uh, oh, I have pulled up. I have pulled questions. Up, I pulled up the questions from the post Brother Bear Society. Okay. All right. Here's the hardest one from Brother Bear and before. Okay. It's okay. which Walt Disney Animation Studios movie was the one released directly before Brother Bear? Ooh. Uh oh shit! I just I just fucking. It's not Home on the Range. Home on the Range is after Brother Bear. Uh, it, do, do Pixar movies count or or no? No, I think it's straight up Disney. Okay. Oh, yeah, fuck. straight up Disney. Oh god! Shit, what came out in two thousand one? Uh, wait, wait, is it Treasure, Treasure Planet? Planet? I can think of two things that came out in two thousand one. Is, is Treasure Planet or or is, is it, it Treasure, Treasure, Treasure Planet? That was oh, it. Yeah, oh, Treasure nice. Planet, dude. Hell so, yeah. All right, I'm, I'm gonna movie. pull. I'm gonna pull two on you guys from the post Brother Bear Society. One's, okay, a, ready, one's an easier one. Okay. One's a harder one. Okay. This political figure was president for the longest time in the period between. After Brother Bear released in 2003 and February 2021. Wait, uh, Barack uh, Obama. No, that was a 300 level question, by the way. <laughs> that was 300 level. And then the, the 500 one is a, a mirror to Yasha's. Which Walt Disney Animation Studios movie released directly after Brother Bear, leading us down this dark path we are currently on? Oh, home, was it on, home on the Range. Home on the Range. It was Home on the Range. Yeah. The range. yeah. I got that question right. <laughs> Which surprised me more than anyone else. Yeah, Home on the Range. I mean, who could forget the evil yodeling cowboy at the at, from Home on the Range? That's Is all. That I'm the plot. All I remember are three cows. Yeah, no, the, okay. So, so the plot no, of Home bad. on the Range that's, is that the evil yodeling yard. cowboy is buying up all the ranches in Texas. Uh, so that he can have a le massive land grab, which he can then sell back the whole land. Uh, it's basically the plot of Yakuza Zero, if you think about it. Uh, uh, plot of what? <laughs> Uh, video game, <laughs> video game reference. Uh, Wait, video game? Mass Effect, Yakuza yeah. Zero. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so the the villain in Home on the Range is doing a Yakuza Zero where he's buying up all the land. Uh, so uh, there's one uh, piece of land he hasn't bought yet, and that is the 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 little homestead where the three cows uh, are from. Some of them aren't from there because they moved from a different ranch that was well, just was, sold was the during one, the there buyout. Was the new cow on on the yeah, yeah yeah there was new cow, but but she she ended up there because her old farm got bought out by this uh, land baron mm -hmm. uh, who is the yodeling cowboy. Uh, and I, I I just want to be clear on who who's in Home on the Range. Okay? <laughs> uh, I don't think you can uh, literally so, make up the so Rosie Rosie O'Donnell cow. And there, there's like a, a jackrabbit, but the jackrabbit's only there at the beginning, and they're like these pigs. But then the three cows leave. They go into town to get to to try and find ways in order to save the ranch because the ranch needs money because of debt. You know, it's a classic fucking story. Three cows uh, trying to earn some money. Yeah, they <laughs> go in, they go into town. They they find a wanted poster for well, well, they're going to town to get help. Uh, but they they go into town. I drop my fucking pen. I'm embarrassed, but I continue on anyway. <laughs> they go into town looking for help. They find the wanted poster for the Yodeling Cowboy. Oh, well, they don't. They don't. They don't know that the Yodeling Cowboy and the guy who's buying up all in the same person. But but don't worry. By the end, of it, they'll piece it together. Surprise. Uh, Plot twist. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> while in town, they meet the hotshot uh, horse to the sheriff. Uh, and you know, he's kind of like, actually, is, is he the horse of the sheriff? Yet? Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. He is. Uh, and so they're like, well, Hey, can Nick you help us out? out? And he's like, nah, I'm not going to help you out. You're just like a bunch of cows. Why would I help you? I got to do like adventuring shit. Uh, so the cows are like hung out to dry and then some other shit happens. Uh, <laughs> and then yada, yada, yada. They get to the evil yodeling layer. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I'm glad this is going along enough that one of us has muted themselves. They get to the evil lair of the yodeling guy uh, and he yodels and he's trying to steal some cattle. But one of the cows has like muck in her ear and she can't hear well. Uh, so it prevents her from hearing the yodeling that uh, is almost like a hypnotic noise. Oh, to the it's cows. very hypnotic. They have like a hypnosis song that is part yeah. of the yeah. movie. Is it's this? the it's the best part. The, the 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 hypnosis song is the best part of the movie. Unironically, song. Uh, what, what's going on here? <laughs> what 
I how many times do I have to tell you the villain is the yodeling cowboy? He uses the yodels <laughs> in order to hypnotize the cow. That was the strainiest detail this whole time. Like you were just. Yeah, adding I didn't realize that was a plot relevant. Yeah, no, no he's, exactly. he's the main villain. He he's a... he's the same guy who's buying up all the land and it's going I didn't on. Think the yodeling part was relevant. I thought that was just no. Like a the yodeling part is incredibly well, relevant. Well, because Jacob, you you don't you neglected to mention that he uses the yodeling throughout the movie to. Uh, to hypnotize all the cows. He, he, it's not like really throughout the movie because he's not fully throughout the movie. It's it's more like the the last third where you start getting a lot more yodeling. Okay. I think you get a little bit at the start, but it's only like implied yodeling, uh, <laughs> because he's it's like a far off thing because they don't want to reveal yet that uh, the 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 land grab guy and the yodeling cowboy guy are the same person to slightly the later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, then, uh, that the one cow with the hearing uh, blockage uh, helps stop him, uh, along with help, kind of from uh, the the sheriff's horse, who separated from the sheriff at some point because he like was doing some shit. That that was part of the part I yada yada through. He's like uh, a plot <laughs> comedy character. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Nick, I think what you should notice is that the horse is single now. I okay. Thank Wait, you. what? Uh, but but anyway, so they they do that. Then uh, they capture him, and then they go back to the farm, and the farm is saved. Wow, I cannot the believe end. you literally remembered that much about one of the worst Disney movies in recent memory. Wait, I have a question. <laughs> what you never watched Home on the Range? I did. I when Disney I was like five. What is the worst Disney movie? How did they arrest the guy if they're just animals? Like, what did they do with him? Did they kill they, him? They dragged him. They hog somehow he got hogtied, and then they dragged him back to the ranch so that the ranch, the their ranch owner, could present the outlaw to authorities. And they don't question okay, that how, makes a, sense. how a grandma and was and he was to... never seen again. Yeah. Well, they they probably drew drew and quartered him because they still did that in the West in those times. Um, so Yakuza Zero was based on this movie? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Wait, seriously? No. Jesus Christ, no. Man, anyway, yeah, you asked what the worst Disney movie, movie is, and it's Camp Rock 2. Sorry. Wow. They made a second one? Coming out. Yeah, that's why it's sad. Jesus. Did you like the first Camp Rock? Yeah, Camp Rock 1, though. Instant classic. <laughs> I didn't watch. I didn't watch any of the Camp Rock movies. I'm just gonna let it out there. Of the movies I've seen, Home on the Range is probably near the bottom of the list, but I don't think it's actually like. Like, it's not good, but it's not, like, <laughs> the worst thing I've ever seen. I, I don't know. trying to think of the ones that I have seen. Um, I wish I could. It's hard to pick, because, like, so many of them. It probably is Home on the Range for me. I think that one's the easy pick to go with. I'm just trying to think if there's any other ones that, like, maybe more spicy takes. But I is, is Wreck-It Ralph 2 a Disney movie, or is it a Pixar movie? No, it's a Disney movie. Yeah, it's just okay, Wreck-It Ralph 2. It's up there. There we go. Yeah, that's my, that's my it take. It wasn't that bad, but it wasn't a good movie. I didn't it, was, it was rough. It was Home on the Range bad. It was, it's somehow... That's... They, no, they, I, I'm putting it in the category. I'm putting uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2 and Home on the Range. I'd have to watch them side by side to make sure I can make a decision on which one's worse. I, I think what, what? what Wreck-It Ralph... Wreck-It Ralph 2, probably better than Home on... Sorry for cutting you off, Nick. But Wreck-It Ralph 2, I'm going to put above Home on the Range just because Wreck-It Ralph 2 at least has like a, a good message. Yeah. And like that's the one redeeming quality of Wreck-It Ralph 2. Uh, and the rest of Wreck-It Ralph 2, I'm putting in a bin and throwing it into the <laughs> Potomac. The thing that I think is is what goes against uh, the the biggest point against Wreck-It Ralph two just in general is like they basically that movie and the Emoji movie are inseparable from each other because they both released in the same time frame and they both sort of share that really annoying thing throughout the whole movie where they're they're bumping uh, other apps in in the movie like it's it's a fuck ton of Oh, you mean the part where they say, uh, man, we're going to the greatest place on Earth, and they go to the Disney World? Yeah. Remember that part uh, where they go to Disney World really and fucking wreck Ralph 2? But they get to talk to all the Disney princesses. It's Remember so that fun. time when they made fun of a person with a thick Irish accent or a Scottish accent? Where, where, where does Brave take place again? I'm sorry. I, Scotland, I think. Yeah, I think it's Scottish. Louisiana, maybe? They really just fucking dunked on her, didn't they? That was. It was fun. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> look, I understand. I I understand. Look, Wreck-It Ralph two, not the not the peak of art. 
I'll say it. I'll say it first. I'll be wow, the first one to say great, it. I didn't I didn't want to have to say it, but but I, I'm gonna say Wreck It Ralph 2. Not not up there with the Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also, like what the fuck, guys? I thought like this movie didn't come out in like the early two thousands. We're we're literally like I, like we can get away we can get away with this one, right? We like making fun of people's accents. Like c- come on, we didn't make fun of like any of the other characters. We it really feels like the writers' room was like, well, we could have made fun of Mulan's accent, but we can't do that. But Mulan doesn't even but, have an accent. Exactly. Yeah, but they but they wanted to do some. But 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 it, when you're watching joke. Brave, you can understand what she's saying. And in Wreck-It Ralph 2, they're really like, oh, on the... And you're like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, that was uh, not not a bright spot for Disney, you know? What you just said sounded so much like when Ray Dipper in Gravity Falls makes like, like a copy of himself, when one of them is like crumpled up. That's exactly what he sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, glad we spent <laughs> 20 minutes talking about Home on the Range. Um, I, I, Home on the, what, what, you, we ain't gonna talk about Home on the Range, no, I come think, on. I think we could put a close on the Home on the Range chapter of this episode, um, because I kind of want to talk about Here we go, easy answer, started. Song of the South, Song of the South, going down there, boring movie, <laughs> also racist, I've done it, I've won the game. Okay, yeah, that one kind of takes such a great opinion. <laughs> <laughs> this is the bravest man in the world, we're crowning him right now, I know the year's not over Thank yet. you. But you're getting the award for the year. Um, you can be the star of Brave Two. <laughs> the hottest takes. It's going to you. Home on the Range is mediocre. Song of the I'm... South is racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? Next you're gonna tell me the sky's blue, man. Gosh. Oh god. But yeah, it does have zippity doo dah. So I know. think Cars Two is probably the worst one. I mean, it's a Pixar movie. Cars 2 is bad. Did you, know, but... did you guys know Cars is one of the most profitable franchises in the world? Yeah, dude. Like, I know. I, I probably up, yeah, own like half of the, Look, I'll buy Cars. Uh, I understand Cars 1, not the, not, once again, look, I'm going to, I'm going to say it again. Mm-hmm. Maybe Cars isn't up there with the Mona Lisa. Maybe it's not high art, but I do kind of have a soft spot for when, you know, they fucking start singing Life is a Highway. And I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, it kind of is. Soft when you're a car? More correctly, do you have a hard spot when they show that the female car has a tramp stamp on the back? No, that is when I turn off the movie. <laughs> Isn't that like ten minutes into the movie? It's, it's no, like that's that's, that's that's like when that's when Lightning video. McQueen and the the the, the girl car, car are hanging it's out Ellen? after she yes. shows <laughs> Ellen. No way. Yeah, it is, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah, is my canceled now? I'm they pretty sure. Cast. It's it's Ellen. Does that, does that mean Finding Nemo is canceled? That would suck. No, it's Bonnie it's, Hunt. It's not fucking Ellen. What the fuck's wrong with you? You had me tricked for a second. Oh, uh, I probably confused her with Dory. Oops. You um, confused the car with a tram stamp with a fish. Who can forget? Who can forget Tony Shalhoub, monk himself as Luigi the Italian car? <laughs> Come on. It's a masterpiece. I don't know who that is. Pop off. Yeah, George no. Carlin plays Fillmore. Come on. I mean, just think Wait, about really? like how many fucking like I had like a little uh traveling suitcase thing full of Hot Wheels. So of course, when they made a whole franchise based around toy like cars that they could turn into toys, it's gonna blow Kids the fuck love up. Cars, dude. They, uh, remember when you were a kid? You were like, Yo, dude, how do we even get anywhere? And then like you finally obja- obtained like. The ability to understand the world around you, and you saw a car, and someone was like, "That bitch got four wheels, and it goes places." And you're like, "That's fucking magic, dude! How the <laughs> fuck did they do that?" And they're like, "We put this thing called an engine inside," and you're like, "Fucking tell me more!" And then the engine turns the wheel, and that's not even the best part. There's another wheel inside the car, and guess what that does? Shit, dude! I have no fucking idea. It fucking turns the other wheels so you can steer the direction you're going, and then you just. That's it. That's that's at it that, for a at year. At that point, the five-year-old brain doesn't understand anything at that point, but it just is already, like, losing its No, shit. but the five-year-old brain understands that when they say uh, it's literally powered by dinosaurs, you're like, shit, I, like, I already love okay, dinosaurs. I guess part, I'm fucking sold. Yes. At that point, it's like, oh, back on board, already sold. And honestly, now that I think about it, like, five-year-olds, if they get a hyper-focus onto something, like, they're gonna know everything about it, so maybe yeah, five-year-olds man, why know I still know all of the dinosaurs. 
Yeah, dude, Parasaurolophus. I could say that as like a four-year-old. Pachycephalosaurus. Yeah, dude, Compsognathus. These are, yeah. these are the introductory dinosaurs. I want to see some advanced stuff, All right, guys. All right, that. show please, us up. Plesiosaurus. That's not a dinosaur. It's a marine reptile. Oh, fuck yeah, see, okay, okay. Actually, great segue <laughs> into a topic I want to talk about before we before we end. Uh, Jurassic and, World. Yes. Yes. Jurassic World, uh, specifically Jurassic World Evolution 2, got oh, announced I, I wanted this. yesterday. Uh, I was hoping yes, it would be a Jurassic like World Dominion no, it's conversation. Not, it's not a sequel, Yash. It's an evolution. <laughs> they are Did you hear him say yeah. This is the second. I, it's Evolution I, I, 2, dude. But I released Evolution 2. I just, I was literally just picturing the Pedal 2 guy as the trailer was dropping. I was just like, oh my god, this is, this is fucking ri ridiculous. But the, the, it just made me think of it, because, uh, you're calling out the marine reptile distinction, and apparently they've added those into Evolution 2, so. Oh, fuck yeah. All the people that were demanding it, which apparently was a lot, I can- I mean, I would have liked it too. I'm kind of surprised they didn't put it in the first one. I mean, the, from... the first one was kind of, I, I'm not going to lie. I had some fun with the first one, but the first one was definitely lacking. Yeah, no, I, I totally It was agree. missing features. I hope that they make the park portion better, but I don't think they will. I think they're very focused on the dinosaur side of things, which I guess is fine. Look, mm. when you're making like, this is basically a zoo tycoon game anyway, so you're going to focus on the animals more than the amenities. Yeah. But I, look. I like a good park builder. I, I like building things. I like efficiency. I like then having dinosaurs, and then I go, uh-oh, the T-Rex got out? I gotta fucking do that. Yeah. Which the first, the, one did, the first one did that last part very well. Yeah. Being able to drive... Taste continue. Being able to drive the vehicles in the game was probably one of the most fun decisions that they made when designing it. Um, from a game design perspective, I can understand why they chose to cut pterosaurs and marine reptiles because that. Well, shit... you can't you can't have a quetzalcoatlus quetzalcoatlus in the. Go on. It's not that you're thinking. That's no. That's the that's the actual mythological god. All right. What's the what's the. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, that's it's what he's asking close. for. He's, where, he's wondering he wants... where the mythical creature DLC is coming in. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 Yash. I'm about to show you up with my dinosaur oh knowledge. The oh Quetzalcoatlus boy. is a pterosaur from the late Cretaceous period in North America. It was giraffe size. Damn, you got me there. I thought its name was different. I thought Quetzalcoatlus was the name of the thing. How the thing, fuck do you spell that just so I can show a picture of it? Just to it's Q-U-E-T-Z-A-L-C-O-A-T-L. Wow, I got to Q-U-E-T-Z. That's, that's about it. A L C O A T L is the god, and then the U S makes it the reptile. Okay. Well, yeah, this is a classic. This is classic dinosaur right here. This, this, this is, is yeah, dinosaur. Dinosaur's a flying reptile. It's, a, it's so specifically a flying giraffe-looking motherfucker. This is crazy. Holy shit. Yeah, isn't it nuts? <laughs> oh my god, that's terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. So that. you're telling me I can't have this guy in, in the game? They're called pterosaurs. Well, in Evolution 2, you can have it. But what I was saying is just like... Oh, when shit. You, when you're, pro like, you're programming these animals, right? For, for, this, for this game that you're making. And like trying to do pathing and like programming uh, behaviors for a flying reptile as opposed to one that just walks on the terrain that you like put around and mapping nodes for that is like a whole other ballpark and the same thing goes for marine reptiles because like doing water shit is going to be different than just walking around on a flat land surface because they get to move in basically both of them get to move in three dimensions whereas the dinosaurs basically just move in two i know they can go up hills but like it's effectively just two dimensions um so Sense. i understand why they cut it but it's it's cool that now they have the money and resources to uh go into that territory so i'm excited to see where that goes but uh yeah i was so i had to i was i was on a call while the announcement was happening but i had it on in the background and it was muted but i was just like silently losing my shit as i saw jeff goldblum talk to jeff Keeley, and then the trailer started like oh hell fucking yeah um all right so i I haven't played Evolution, but how, how does it compare to um, Genesis, Operation Genesis? Yeah, it's spiritual predecessor. Um, they're about the same. 
Yeah, I yeah. don't. I, I think I think I'm. I've got some roast into nostalgia nostalgia goggles on. For some reason, in my head, I feel like the being sort of being limited um, by the grid system that you had in uh, Operation Genesis made things a little bit more interesting in how you had to place everything around the park. But you basically have that in Evolution. It's there's still space requirements and placement requirements as far as like where you can put stuff. Now, I don't know if they have this in Evolution, but the one thing that Genesis did have was a lot more malleability with terrain mm-hmm. and island like, generation. Just, yes. You could the, just go in there and level the island if you wanted to. The yeah. island generation, I think it's still, like, basically when you get to the sandbox mode on Isla Sorna, it's basically equivalent to uh, Operation Genesis, because, like, mm-hmm. basically you're boxed in on all sides by mountains, but you still get to do anything inside the square area that you're given, just much the same as you are in uh, Operation Genesis. Although I don't think you yeah. can actually create mountains that are so high that you can't like put anything there, like you could with Operation Genesis. Yeah. But that seems like a minor, minor thing. Um, but yeah, I, I hope that they just add a little, some more depth to to the gameplay because I, I definitely agree that it was kind of lacking in that department. Like as I was playing it, having a great time, having a ball. But then I got to the end and I didn't, I just did, I just lost all motivation to fuck around with sandbox and and like the other stuff that they had. Um, yeah, so. and I don't know, like I, like we were talking about this, Nick, uh, when it, it was announced, but. The sign of a good sim game for me is when I don't want to play any of the stuff they made for me, and I just right. go, I'm going to the sandbox mode now, bye. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I understand that's probably not the intent of the game developers who, like, you know, made all this shit for me, <laughs> but also, like, I also know that I load up, like, Tropico 5, and I'm like, hey guys, I really appreciate all these missions you made for me. I'll play them every once in a while, but I hope you understand I'm spending mo- most of my time in the sandbox. Yeah, I think and I understand that's different for other people. Some people want like objective-based stuff. Yeah. I mean, I I even like some objective-based stuff. I I love playing Roller Coaster Tycoon Two, mm-hmm. which is you know almost entirely objective-based uh, missions mm-hmm. uh, with a sandbox mode included. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you know, the the strength of the sandbox mode to me is what sets a good, fine, uh, like sim game uh or tycoon game i would call it uh apart from apart from like at, like ooh, mama <laughs> mama mia yeah i i think actually something that i'm starting to recall and i can put more of a finger on it now is that i feel like in operation genesis ironically the dinosaur breakouts were not as frequent as they they were basically almost exclusively just caused by uh you know the weather, weather. events that would break your break your fences right. and then the dinosaurs would get out in evolution they made the dinosaurs more complex in that they had like more in-depth uh happiness and uh like feeding necessities or whatever um and spacing necessities so they could get angrier much quicker on their own and then they would fuck up shit like way faster that way and i think that might have gotten a little grading after a while um to deal i'm a little bit i'm a little bit on the opposite where i I was like because the like park management side is so bare bones Mm. that was at least a mechanic for me to engage with of like ah shit uh johnson dinosaur is getting mad again i gotta go fucking deal with him all right, here's some extra shit. Just leave me alone. All right. Oh, no. Timmy got mad, too. He's in the other paddock. I got to go over there. Why, why are these Fuck, dinosaurs out. named after your estranged children? No one... I, look, no one's seen my kids in 20 years, so you can't prove they exist. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, um, my kid Johnson is just cruel. <laughs> For real. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, all right, we've we have effectively eaten up this hour, but before we go, E three is happening this weekend. Like the big stuff is starting tomorrow, so I am curious. Do you guys? Whoa, have... whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait, wait! It starts tomorrow? Yeah. I mean, it's already started. It's already started, oh, but that's like kickoff yeah, was yesterday. Yeah. Well, that was Summer no. Games Fest, which is like its own so, thing. But like they're basically yeah. Okay. 
Hey guys, uh, we're Sony and EA. We're too cool for E3, but we will literally put it on the like day next to E3. <laughs> oh, we're not a part of it. We, we fucking hate E3. E3 has been mean to us, and we don't like them anymore. Even though uh, they haven't really done anything, and we will continue to put our conferences <laughs> right next to it, and, and we'll also put it in the same place as E3. Uh, but we're not part of E3. I wanted to make that very quick. Elden Ring. Yeah, Elden Ring got announced. That was the other big thing. That was probably the biggest What's thing from Elden Thursdays. Ring. It's, it's the, Dark Souls with George R. R. Martin. What's Elden yeah. Ring? Yeah, no, it's pretty. Well, he just doesn't play that. And game apparently, games. it's actually coming out. They gave a release date. Yeah, we'll see if that sticks. I, I saw a very funny yeah. tweet about it. It was congratulations to George R. R. Martin for putting out a piece of work this decade. Yeah, it'll be another decade before he finishes. I mean, it's the start of this decade, so yeah. Maybe <laughs> so he's met his quota. In the last decade. <laughs> he's, yeah, but... he's met his quota. Uh, real quick, do you guys have any big games that you want to see uh, talk more about or just announced that's like maybe possibly in the works? I think for me, right, I, Halo Infinite's probably the big one. I want to see something from that game. They have to. They have to show something because it's coming out this year. Everyone, I, I, sorry, I, sorry if I'm going to jump in with, and someone else had an opinion, but as you can already tell, I like fucking getting mad. <laughs> everyone, everyone running around being like, they have to do it. They don't have to do jack shit. Yeah, but you know they're gonna. You know it. You they're know gonna, it. and then I won't, like, like look, I like Halo. <laughs> I got Master Chief Collection through uh -huh. the Game Pass. Wow. I, I look, he comes out, he's like, hey, have you guys bought Game Pass? I'm like, yeah, bitch, I've owned Game Pass for a year now. I don't need you to sell it on me anymore. I'm fine. And then they're like, did you know you can get Halo on Game Pass? I'm like, I do like Halo. I'll play some Halo, and then I play the Master Chief Collection, and then I'm fine. And then people come out, like, I don't know, maybe just because I was, like, one of five people who didn't have a conniption when they showed the last trailer, but I was like, yeah, dude, like, the, they're like, these models don't look baked. And I'm like, yeah, it's not, they didn't bake the fucking full model for the fucking demo. <laughs> what, what? You, I, I mean, hopefully, like, I think the problem was that, you know, you, Usually, when they do the big big boy games, they have vertical slices that are fully baked. Uh, right, and right. This, this one was not. And they just didn't. I, and my I don't know why. my, my counterpoint is, I, I like, I don't know. I I've heard too many too much like, and maybe this is uh, oh, Jacob. I'm being a game shill, but like, I don't know. I've heard so many horror stories of people like in the fucking industry being like. Yeah, it's all fucking cowl together smoke and mirrors. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like that's <laughs> Halo, how it all of it literally Halo like, 2. <laughs> yeah, like they might uh, they might pull a Halo 2 where where the demo looks nothing like the final product, but the final product still ends up being like, good. Like the the latest example I can think about is literally the Cyberpunk trailer where they're like, we swear this is gameplay. Oh, He's playing it live. Oh. Uh and then it's th and then, then like that, after the game comes out, they're like where they talk oh, to the characters not, in the game, they get like real. a call from like their team yes. and they're like, Man, I'm moving to position alpha. Oh, we got a contact at uh three o'clock. <laughs> I love those. Those are so funny. Oh, the gamer Dude, I got a legendary sniper rifle. Oh, fuck, man. The, yeah. the, but the only company who does that anymore is Ubisoft. But also, look, the only <laughs> thing I've learned over the last, well, I should say, like, two years, is if you're a French company, sorry, I guess there's just something wrong. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. All right. The, we... Ubisoft, Martin Controversy, David Cage, actual Dead. Hitler. <laughs> yeah. Like... Oh God! There's no break for the French. The French just, just, just can't catch a break in the games industry. All right, really, I gotta let my dog out. So, do you guys have games you want to see at at uh? Dude, I, I hope they, I hope they put Smash Brothers there. Smash Bros would be good. New content. Um, I don't know enough about this about E3 anymore, but I want to. I would like to see more Pokemon on. stuff. Probably it, do some if they even myself. do anything. I, I, I oh, you know what? You know what I really fucking want, Nick? I want Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah, they've got to do some more shit on that. Like, they've been holding off on... I mean, it's been pandemic, so, you know, problems occur. But I, I think they got to show something off from Breath of the Wild 2 at this point. Like, and I want, I want... You Minecraft keep saying that. You keep saying those... They got to right, do right, it. When, and, when then get... everyone, and then it doesn't happen, and then everyone goes... They didn't do the thing they when said I they get, would do, and I'm like, when that, I get the only people wrong, have been saying that. When is I get you. proven wrong, you can you can poo poo on my parade, but I think but the that, timing. That's is my right. problem. It's like it, it might be true, but like everyone comes out here every year. Halo Infinite and Smash Brothers. 
they have to they have to put the trailer out and then they don't put the trailer out, and they're like i can't believe they would betray us like this and it's like dog the only one who was saying the trailer was coming out was you guys like they didn't say anything i guess i guess that's why that, that's why people are like i don't understand why companies are always coming out around e3 times saying that something's not going to be there if it's not going to be there it just won't be there and it's like no I, the, I think the company fine. has dealt with it enough times where they're like, <laughs> we literally had to tell these Right, but so now hopefully that people. Becomes, it becomes the norm where if something's not happening that that people expect to be there, they just say it's not going to be there, so then people don't get as mad but, when it but doesn't. You show. can't always tell. Every, like you can't do use that in every instance. Why not? Because there are some games you can't. You're not supposed to, like you can't talk about yet. Right, but if you can't like. If it's a game that has been announced, like they drop, you know, the fucking Elden Elden Ring trailer like two years ago or whatever, or the fucking uh, what's it called? Uh, the Last of Us Two. No, the the next Elder oh, the, the next Elder Scrolls two. or or Star. Dude, Elder Scrolls was like four years ago. It's it's never coming out. Right, but that's the thing. Like, if 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 Rock, I, I, I waited, it. I waited for Cyberpunk since like the announcement trailer <laughs> in like 2012. It's fine. Anyway, Sam, Sam, do you do you have any games that you're looking for at E3? I've really been following E3 that much, but uh, probably the Halo one. So Sam, what's, what's, your, what's your dream game that could they could announce at E3 that you'd be like, oh yeah, that should uh, a sequel. Oh, dude, dream game. What a Wreck It Ralph game. <laughs> Wreck It Ralph, baby. <laughs> just make it. Just no. It's just actually the Wreck It Ralph arcade machine from the movie. There is no digital game. It's just the arcade machine, and it's real, and it's coming to arcades everywhere. You're gonna yeah, see what, it on they're every. They're gonna charge you like five thousand dollars for that shit. Okay. <laughs> um, God, if EA could fucking get their heads out of their asses and just make another SSX, I would shit. But that's just me, and maybe you, Jacob. I know you like those games. SSX. I mean, I, I love SSX, but also, I like, I don't know. I, know. I got SSX3. I can just boot it up whenever I want, and I'm just going to listen to Radio Big, and then they'll, you know, they'll come out, and DJ even if they announce an SSX, that. they'll be like, we created a class-based SSX system uh, <laughs> where you buy the now. Battle Pass <laughs> to unlock additional s- snowboarders, and I'm like, I, I'm, I'm going to... This is Radio Big and SSX3, and I'm like, ah, cool. I don't gotta listen to yeah. A snowboard battle royale sounds kind of fun. Like, no guns or anything. You're just trying you to just knock to people over people and stuff. Snowboard. <laughs> I mean, like, it's, it's just, just like a race had... to not get like taken over by an avalanche, and you can try and like knock people over and stuff. SSX3 did have knockover mechanics. You could literally punch your opponents in that yeah. game. And yeah, you could, they're, they're, great. They were you could race the from the top of the mountain <laughs> to the bottom of the mountain. Dude, if they remade The SSX3, actual best race in the game. Yeah, if you remade SSX3, just do the big three race and then make that a battle royale with 100 people starting at the top. Oh my god, that'd be huge. Yeah, that, yeah so that'd be like, really fun. Alright, wow. Nick. Galaxy brained. Uh, Nick, okay. Nick, 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 you do right, games I, on, right? Just make this game, but don't call it SSX. Call it like, call it like SFX. Okay, sound it. effects. Gotcha. All right, yeah, I'll get right on it. <laughs> Skate, sound snowboarder snow effects. <laughs> SSY. Oh, they can't see you. Yeah, there we go. All right, I gotta take my dog out. So thank you guys for joining me. This was a lovely trip down memory lane. Uh, some parts less lovely than others, but. Uh... <laughs> Thanks for coming You invited by. us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I do this to myself, but yeah. Thank uh, you for coming. Thank you guys for watching. I'm going to see if I can schedule this to go up on Twitch at the normal time. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But until next time, thanks for watching. Stay safe out there, and peace out. All right, I got to stop the recording now.